So I know the NFL is is your big monster. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what what is the next sport? What's the second biggest and what's growing in this in this tree of sports betting as you look at trends and patterns, Lee Sterling? Right now UFC. UFC has taken off since okay. the pandemic. Remember, there was nothing for three months. And they came back, and we tried selling it. So one of the gentlemen that works in my office is an ex-fighter, amateur fighter. He trains an American top team in Cooper City, Florida, South Florida. And he um, knows a lot of the fighters. And we tried it about a year before the pandemic. I came up probably on your show, 40 to 50 shows, and I talked about it. I said, we're going to release a card. I had three buys. Once the pandemic hit, nothing was going on. Within a month of releasing a card, we had almost 200 people buy that weekend. And it's taken off. Now, it's gone a little bit flat the last three or four months because just the stratospheric growth has just been off the charts. But I think that they're just kind of resetting for this whole thing with – the Endeavor who bought them and also now owns uh, the WWE. I think they're just re-strategizing, and they're going to take it up. When they had the fight in Miami here, the Mosfet all fight, the UFC pay-per-view, mm-hmm. um, tickets, a decent ticket. I'm not talking about the worst ticket in the lower level. A decent ticket was selling for $2,500 in the lower level. Good. Decent. Just to get in the door was 500 bucks. The highest seat in a 20,000-seat arena, $500. And it sold out in a matter of like 30, 40 minutes. So it just tells you the growth. Boxing is dead right now. No one likes watching just two guys hit each other in the stomach and the head. When you can watch all, you know, excitement and you can see uh, submissions and kicking and, and, and punching everything, uh, and a guy can be losing the entire fight and just switch it around in one one hold can end up winning a fight. I just think it's more interesting. So I think the USC is the growth right now. Uh, the NFL is going to have to change their game. I mean, look at they, they awarded the rights to YouTube TV. And I watch in streaming. I switched over from DirecTV. But if you watched the Miami Heat game against the other night in game one when they played against the Boston Celtics, you couldn't watch the last five minutes. It went out. They've got, still got problems. Um, the game was not available. You were watching a Little Mermaid commercial on a loop for, for about 20 minutes. So they still have some problems, and it's on a 50-second delay. So if you like live betting like a lot of these young kids, and uh, I've switched over to doing a lot of live betting also, it's a 50-second delay. So unless you're going to a timeout, um, very tough to get in an in-game wager. So I think the NFL um, – Obviously, is still the monster out there. I love college football even more, but the NFL has the numbers. They are going to have to make some changes. I mean, uh, what they did was allowing a a single game to be sold for $110 million uh, for the wild card. I I just think it was a huge mistake. And, uh, hey, it's not about money, but I'll go to a sports bar and sit there and have a meal with a friend. I'm not going to pay them the extra money to sign up for an app for a month for $20, $25, and I'm never going to use it after that. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. You mentioned live in-game betting. Um, Mm -hmm. We haven't even scratched the surface, have we, on it? No, no. Um, It's 
it's a, it's an absolute phenomenon. I mean, it keeps you in the game. And let's say, you know, you had uh, the Boston Celtics, and then all of a sudden, after that third quarter where they get outscored 45-26, you can get off your wager, and you can bet the other side to negate your wager. You can do player props. The kids love the player props. I mean, my daughter and her boyfriend, all his friends, uh, we're meeting at halftime, and, and they're discussing, like, you know, what, what are the in-game props uh, on certain players, you know, after they've watched them and, and been able to utilize, you know, putting eyes on these guys and, and how they're playing. Uh, that's, what, that's, that's, that's the future of sports racing. Yeah. Hey, it's still fun to find a winner or a loser. That's number one. But after that, uh, I've known people to, to place 30, 40, 50 wagers on a game, um, and you can win a lot. And then I've all, also unfortunately seen some people chasing. Right. And the worst thing to do is to chase. Hey, real quick, why is the, uh, you yeah. know more about it than I do. Um, you know, I love following the Miami Heat, and I've read the Pat Riley book, and it's such a well-run organization. And I, I just, I love watching Jimmy Butler play. Um, and, you know, all they've done is win the last 22, 23 years. And that's extremely difficult um, in this league. So it's really well-run. As, you know, we talk about business models all the time and, yeah. and so on, um, and organizations that consistently stay in the postseason, even if they, even if they don't win it um, year in, year out. That game today, Lee Sterling, um, speaking of Jimmy Butler, uh, why, is it, why is it at 530? Why isn't it at like 8? There's got to be a re You've got two East Coast teams in the Heat and the Celtics. Yeah. I'm just curious about the tip-off time. You probably know. Why, why no, is it that early? It's 8.30 Eastern. 830 oh, I read it wrong. Okay, on ESPN.com it, it said 5.30. You were probably reading an article uh, from the West Coast. Yeah, it's, it's 8.30 Eastern. I got it. Uh, how, about, how about the hockey game last night? I mean, we're at the epicenter. What's going on here is incredible in South Florida. Two eight seeds right now are leading the Eastern Conference Final in hockey and basketball. Okay. One nothing. I don't think we may ne- never see this happen again. That game didn't end until two ten in the morning Eastern time. Good so Lord! Okay, I am exhausted. I bet you are. <laughs> but, By the way, I I didn't realize that when you yeah. and I were texting last night. Um, yeah, all right, you mentioned uh, in game betting, live streaming. They're going to have to figure that out. Um, as yeah. mobile bet. All right, so so look, the sports book experience is still awesome. You know, you go to a casino, mm-hmm. you go to a resort. It's still that yeah. that'll still be there. Uh, what do you think the mobile sports betting once it's like? Really, like you said, we don't have it here, but it will yep. it will get everywhere eventually, right? Once we have the mobile sports betting across the country for the most part, or ninety percent, how is that going to yep. impact the the local bookies? It, it, there'll still be a market for it. It may not be quite as big, but remember, you're betting on credit. You don't have to come up with the money up front, and a lot of people like that, and a lot of people. I think we'll still keep the local bookmaker because you can keep it as an option. So I'm always shopping lines. And if I have five different places that I wager in and one has a line, a point better, well, I'm going to take that, that avenue. So I think it's going to always be there because it's a credit-based issue and it's another out. And, you know, I just think that uh, offshore is going to stay there too because some people uh, – look at the three major states, Florida – Texas and California still don't have it. It's probably going to be 
not before 2025 that two of the three or all three get it. I think, except for I think it's Utah and I believe there's one other state okay. that they're making it almost difficult to 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 ever have it. But I think I think by 2026, 2027, uh, we'll be ready to go in 48 of the 50 states. Okay. All right, this uh, this segment's brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Great place, full bar, offers food, and uh, 40 TVs, fun experience, not but an hour from where I'm sitting. We're visiting with Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com, handicapper to the gods, walking us through five years since the Supreme Court ruled and changed the game, and it's you know ever-evolving and so on. Blake, do you have a question for Lee Sterling? Yeah, it's kind of building off of the in-game betting and the streaming. So NFL now has Amazon Prime on Thursday nights mm-hmm. hosting their games. That's all streaming. The Peacock wildcard game is going to be all streaming. There's discussion about ESPN doing their direct-to-consumer streaming package. Is there an inherent disadvantage if if everybody has to watch a game on live stream and then there's people there who are betting in, in time? And is that something that gambling entities, entities even care about? Or they're just like, it doesn't matter. We're going to make money either way. Well, it's about making money, number one. But I do think eventually they're going to they're going to fix it to where maybe um, the lag time is fifteen to twenty seconds. So um, they're going to have to make it more like Direct TV or cable. Um, they'll always be you know ten, fifteen, twenty seconds lag time. They're going to make sure if there's a curse word, they're able to 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 not beat that out. But um, I think eventually they will make changes because they're going to have no choice, but it is, it is taking off. I'll never forget this. I was driving to a doctor's appointment. When I heard of the ruling five years ago, I pulled into a spot, and I think you were one of them, uh, Bo, that texted me. I literally I had 20, by the time I parked my car to the time that I checked in for my appointment, I had 26 texts already. So yeah, things have changed, and uh, I did hit certainly you for the better. Yep, I I knew it was going to be a good deal for for the for both of us. How about that? Right, and um, it has it's been really good, and it's on the verge of being great. I agree. I agree. It's our future, and it's yours too. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, right. and and another thing, real quickly, just to to point out, there's and and people will say, well, it's not good, but. Look at college baseball. Look at the two things that took place. You know, the coach, the Alabama coach. Right. Uh, getting caught telling a friend. So it's great that they have safeguards. And I, I like, a, I don't bet college baseball. I go to the University of Miami baseball games on a regular basis, and mm-hmm. I love that they have the safeguards. Someone try, it looks like uh, the person that the Alabama coach was contacting was trying to place a $10,000 wager when they only had a $1,000 limit. So I like those safeguards. Absolutely. 